We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Earning happiness means doing good and working, not speculating and being lazy. Laziness may look inviting, but only work gives you true satisfaction. And Frank said it then, and we're going to talk about it now. Welcome in. This is Religionless Christianity. I am your host, Spencer. This is my beautiful wife, Nikki. And yep, we're talking about work. Everybody's favorite topic. So before we dive in, honey, do you have anything that you want to say? Yeah, we're just really glad you guys are listening and we really would like your comments and don't forget to like and subscribe. Also, we have someone who have had sent us a prayer request and we asked if we could put it in our Discord channel. So head over there and read that prayer request and be in prayer for this lady. Yep, definitely. Um, she reached out to us on Facebook, which is awesome told us about a prayer request that she had so we would really love to have you guys get on board you know I responded back to her and told her you know that when God answers this prayer you know we'd like to hear back from her so that we had a good testimony to share so we're definitely believing that God is a still you know still a God that can heal still a miracle working God and uh, we would love to have you guys jump on board with us and pray uh, just for an awesome testimony from God so that would be wonderful. Um, another prayer request that we have, it's kind of a unique to us, but you know, we have been trying to spread the word of our podcast and do some of that through advertising. You know, we've tried to advertise on a couple different platforms and they just keep rejecting us, mostly because we're a religious podcast and yep. apparently that's inflammatory to a lot of people. So I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Yeah, so we would definitely need your guys' help, you know, prayers, whether that be to get yeah. accepted for some advertising or to just advertise without these people. I mean, I'd prefer to not give them my money, but, that's true. you know, that's kind of the world we live in right now. So just pray that we could get some help in getting our podcast and our show out in front of people. Um, you could yeah. help us a lot just by sharing, um, you know, liking, subscribing, doing that stuff, you know fool the algorithms and all that so we would certainly appreciate it but all right so today like i said we're going to talk about work and this comes about just for a couple of reasons you know we live in a city and just going around the city it seems like right now every business that we go into has a now hiring sign or yeah. their billboards is now hiring i mean it's like every business yeah, usually everybody just puts like in an ad, but they are out there with just like on the billboard. Yeah. Like Not even their specials are on that billboard. It's they need workers. <laughs> yeah, like they and it's everywhere. It's crazy. So I'm sure this is not unique to our city. And, you know, we thought that kind of struck us as odd, but we know a couple of business owners, a couple of contractors, and they told us basically the same thing that they have tons of work to do but yeah. there's no workers to do the work. So, you know, they're stuck in this spot where 
you know, they can't actually do anything because, right. you know, a contractor can't go out and do all the work on his own. So right. you need a team for a lot of jobs. Yeah. And people just aren't wanting to work right now. And then we got my sister, you know, was telling us her, her and her husband went out and they were just going to get some food for the night. And they went to Papa Murphy's to pick up a pizza and the workers were getting ready to close. And it was fairly early in the evening and they were talking with her and she said that all of her employees had been there the entire day because they didn't have enough employees to actually work shifts. And they were having to close with a lot of pizza orders left on the table because they just didn't have the workers to come in and complete the orders and do to, you know, state overtime laws and all that stuff. They couldn't just keep working. So they were literally shutting down a business with a lot of money to be made simply yeah. because there weren't enough workers to shame. do the work. And we were like, man, that is crazy. Like, you know, there should be, I mean, we have a lot of youngsters in our town, you know, it's, we have colleges in our town and stuff like there should be people for these jobs, it would seem like. So that was kind of part of what led us to this. And then the other part, Nikki O'Reed, she got, you know, was on Facebook and saw this Facebook post and it was kind of followed right in line with this train of thought. So it says, who to thunk that underpaying your employees would come back and bite you when unemployment benefits are increased to the point where it's more profitable to collect a government check than to actually work. Yep. So we read this and we were like, all right, man, we got to talk about this whole working thing. So like we're blaming gonna, it on the business. Yeah. It's like the it's business their fault. fault. But we want we're going to try to have this in two, two episodes here. Um, one sort of looking at why this may be the case where these people aren't working and then the second one, um, we want to look at basically the biblical reasons why you should be working. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so definitely, like I said, if you're on YouTube, whatever, um, hit that like and subscribe, hit that bell notification. We're going to try to have that one out, the second part of this on Friday. Yeah. Um, but then another little shout out plug. Um, stay tuned for next week. We'll be doing our shows on discipleship and religion and politics, which may line up with this episode a little bit. So be on the lookout for those. If you're on the podcast, just stay tuned. Um, keep checking back with us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We'll have these shows out. So, you know, as we were talking about, we knew this couldn't just be a um, a problem that's unique to our city. So we just did, you know, three seconds worth of digging online and found more stories just like this. Um, so we pulled one here from NPR and as always, these news articles will be linked in the description so you can go and read them for yourself. So if you want to, baby, read that first paragraph right here. I'll just pull it up here. The problem is that a lot of those openings are in industries that require in-person work like construction, delivery services, or warehousing. Exactly the types of jobs now being shunned by many Americans in the midst of a fearful pandemic. Yeah, and I think this is definitely a part of it. I don't know how big of a part of it is. You know, it's obviously big enough to make an NPR news article. So it's something, um, you yeah. know, people are fearful to go and get in these like face-to-face, hands-on type of work environments. 
And I do wonder, like, if you guys know people who are refusing to work, let us know. I don't know anybody who's quit their job because of fear. I mean, I know famously we've had the teachers unions and stuff throughout the country that have, you know, almost protested kind of coming back to work unless conditions were just right, you know, but, you know, again, we, we know the contractors and I don't know that necessarily the people that they're looking to hire are fearful, but I'm sure there's some of them. I mean, again, that's what the news article says and, you know, bravo to the media and the politicians, you know, they've done a wonderful job of terrifying this entire nation um, over this COVID-19 outbreak. And, you know, sadly, mm. I don't think the churches have done a great job in fighting back against that fear. You know, we no. talked in the first episode about our church had closed its doors multiple times throughout the pandemic. And, you know, we're supposed to be a faithful people, not a fearful people. And well, that's why we, I started going to a different church because I, didn't know if ours was going to stay open. And I, I need, I need a faithful church. I need to know I can, they'll be there for me and not be in fear. I don't know about you, but I need accountability. I need a constant. I need that. Yeah. So it's definitely, you know, I think that this is something, um, and we just kind of, as a side note, because I was reading through some articles and I saw one that jumped out to me and made me laugh because we're Michiganders born and raised both of us. And, Michigan has a wretched governor and, you know, Michigan was one of the most locked down states, you know, a heavy handed governor and reading through here, I found a New York times article and it said, uh, the headline was monitoring the coronavirus outbreak in metro areas across the U S and you scroll through here and it's changed a little bit from when I first read this. But it's like seven of the top 10 cities in the country for the worst COVID outbreaks in the last two weeks. They're all in Michigan. Um, and when I first found this, our lovely hometown was number one. Um, it's number three currently. But, you know, it just made me laugh that here's a governor that's so afraid and locked down and keep everybody in their house and businesses and sports and everything has to shut down. And like, the problem is you got to open up eventually, you know, and we have states like Florida and Texas that have basically stayed open and, you know, they, their cases are lower. They're surviving and thriving. And then here's Michigan. The second they crack the door open, like, well, the COVID er, just floods well, everywhere. No, like exposing yourself to germs and stuff is what builds your immunity. I know we could talk about that. Yeah. So this isn't necessarily about COVID, but, <laughs> um, it just made me laugh because, you know, Michigan's been a pretty depressed state my entire life um so well done governor whitmer um but then the second piece of this so yeah i think the covid19 thing has something to do with it um but the second thing i think is a bigger problem as to why people aren't working and i think it has to do with that facebook post that she read um and that second problem is that we're continually being told that there is like something bad about working for minimum wage. You know, a lot of these jobs we see are retail jobs or restaurant jobs, you know, Papa Murphy's type things. And, um, you know, we're being told constantly by the politicians and the news media, you know, that these minimum wage workers deserve, you know, $15 an hour or whatever happens to be these raises to the minimum wage. And, you know, that goes to his post of like, 
man, it's more profitable for me to just sit at home and collect that government check than it is to go and work at Papa Murphy's for minimum wage. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, and the thing with minimum wage is, you know, and this is probably a whole nother series of episodes and there's people way mm-hmm. smarter on economics than us, but minimum wage doesn't mean anything. It's minimum wage. Like yeah. you could make the minimum wage a million dollars an hour and that yeah. becomes the minimum standard of life. Like, it the thing is, we always want more. Well, we always want more, but yeah. inflation adjusts to that minimum wage, right? The number one expenditure for a business, like the number one payroll item is employee salaries. So if McDonald's has to pay every you know, short order cook or whatever they are and cashier $20 an hour, that doesn't just mean that like you get $20 an hour and everything else stays the same. It's not static. Like if you go from, you know, our minimum wage in our state is $10 an hour. If it goes to $20 an hour, (laughs) that dollar menu becomes a $2 menu. And your $20 goes just as far as your $10 went. You know, housing prices go like- Yeah, everything is going to go up. And like people can afford more. So let's hike our prices up. Right. And And nobody's going to aspire to be better, to be more- you know, like it's okay if, if you want to stay working, you know, at a fast food. Like you can move up to manager. You can be a business owner. You can. Yeah, so. and that goes to um, this quote I have I want to read because it's one of my favorite quotes. I read it to my boys. I've read it to myself. I love it. It's from Kelvin Coolidge. Um, if you don't know, he is a former president of the United States. You should know. Shame on you. Um, but his quote And I think it's so pertinent for today's world and for today's, it says, nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. The slogan, press on, has solved and always will solve the problems of the human race. And that's just like mm-hmm. what you were saying, honey, this idea that you can start at McDonald's, right? You can start as your, you know, the little cashier for minimum wage and you yeah. can work at McDonald's for 15 years. There's no shame in no. where you work. But and don't you complain can about it. become yeah. a store manager. Store managers at McDonald's can make $70,000 a year. That's a good life. Mm-hmm. But it's that persistence and determination. You're not going to walk in 16 years old as a store manager making $70,000 a year. And the other part of this is like you raise that minimum wage. I mean, McDonald's, these guys aren't just flush with cash. They're not printing money. You know, most (laughs) restaurants and stuff have very thin margins. And, you know, when you hike that minimum wage for every first time employee, you're almost taking money from somebody who could be moving into middle management, you know, the assistant manager, Mm -hmm. the shift manager, so now instead true, of them true what should earning, they make as they get promoted yeah so like what's the incentive to stick around right. and work hard why you know you're taking what could be their increase in life standard or their standard of living you know yeah. so you can spread minimum wage to the masses and it's just a weird mindset to have like it just shows like the guy who posted that has no business sense whatsoever like no, his, and He also has no spiritual sense because, and we're going to dive into the more biblical aspect of this later, but the simple aspect and the, I think the more um, 
civic minded aspect of this is you're a taker and not a giver. And it's like this idea that, you know, you can be perfectly comfortable and happy sitting at home, getting government checks, which the government doesn't produce anything. They don't make anything right. Like all that money from the government is coming from a taxpayer and you're like, you know what? It's better for me to just sit at home and take somebody else's hard-earned money that they gave to the government and live off of rather than me getting up and going to work at Papa Murphy's. At least with you working even minimum wage, you're contributing to helping people who actually need that, who can't work, and they need that government assistance. If you're able to work, you are helping other people. Yeah, because that's kind of the shameful thing is – you know, all I think I don't know the stats right off the top of my head, and I don't have them pulled up, but I think it's the top ten percent of um, wage earners in this country. The richest ten percent pay like fifty percent of the taxes, and the thing is, is that those ten percent don't get anything in return from those taxes. Mm-hmm. Like they're not collecting a stimulus check or they're not collecting unemployment benefits, but they're just paying for you to sit at home and go. Eh, it's better than just going and getting a job. And we just wanted to make this clear as we get ready to wrap this episode up. We're not talking to just the general, like, if you're a stay-at-home mom, God bless you. That's the job you should be no, doing. the work that you do for your children. You know, or if good. you're <laughs> in between jobs, but, you know, you're actively looking for work or, you know, maybe you're a specialist. You know, I'm a cardiologist. Like, yeah, you shouldn't go and work yeah. at Papa Murphy's, right. right? Like, keep looking for the job that you've trained all these years to do. But Yeah, don't decide to settle. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking specifically to the mindset of the person in that Facebook post Mm -hmm. that like, I could get a job, but you know what? I work whatever, 40 hours a week and they pay me a hundred bucks less than my unemployment check does. Then you need to go and earn a hundred dollars less than your unemployment check does. Um, And I know that that's a weird mindset, but it's, it's more godly to do that. It's Um, what's right. You're only thinking of yourself. How much can I make by being lazy? Or it's good for you. It builds your character. Humble yourself. Go help other people. Help the city. If you have restaurants with not enough workers are closing down, well, guess what? You ain't eating there either. Yeah. And, you know, this leads us down a road where you become subservient to the government Mm -hmm. and... You know, the politicians, I think, you know, this is nefariously, I think this is what they want. Yeah. Um, It's not a surprise. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot more to say on this topic and um, we just don't want to keep this episode running long. So we're going to try to end it here. Baby, do you have anything that you want to finish on? Just be in prayer about these things. I know we talk about it. It's terrible. These things are going on. We're not just talking about to talk about it. We need to lift these things up to God and we need to be proactive and share this mindset with other people. Absolutely. We do. And, uh, please stick around for this follow on episode. Um, cause these aren't just our thoughts, you know, um, we want to, we want to get God involved in this and see what mm-hmm. God has to say. And if we're off base, if we're not explaining ourselves properly, please reach out to us in the comments. We'd love to hear from you guys. So that's all we got to say. We love you guys. See you in the next one. God bless.